Hi, this is Weed. And this is Cliff. Thanks for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. It's a collection of things we think are interesting, and we hope you enjoy our take on them. And if you do, please consider clicking that support the podcast button over on the other side of the page. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. This story comes to us from the Morning Roadshow Department of You Know You Do It Too. State police in East Deer Township, Pennsylvania, say they were patrolling up Route 20 last Monday morning when they were waved down by a motorist in what was originally thought to be a medical emergency. The driver wasn't seriously injured, but apparently the passenger, 25-year-old Clayton Lucas, had had just about all he could take. And that's why, sitting in the back seat, he had reached around and began to choke the man behind the wheel. Lucas later taken to jail and now faces a long list of charges, and the whole thing could have been simply avoided by the use of a pair of earplugs. As the assailant told officers, he only did what he did because the driver wouldn't stop singing Christmas carols. <laughs> you don't think the guy was singing last Christmas, do you, Cliff, by any chance? <laughs> Mercy. Mmm, Monday. Yeah. <sighs> mm-hmm. It's got that new week smell to it, Cliff, and I kind of like that new week smell. <laughs> Getting yeah. things started off fresh. Mm-hmm. And daylight saving time, uh, we're celebrating that now. Yeah. You know, a lot of folks listening... You know that it's also called spring forward, mm-hmm. but maybe some of you don't. It's like a, it's like my belly when I remove oh, my belt. belt. Yes, mm-hmm. it's like a little yeah. spring forward there, Cliff. Happens every time. <laughs> spring forward. Yes. Boing. Yes. Well, Cliff, this yeah, is kind of awesome and kind of not so awesome. What are you talking about? Taco Bell. Yeah. They're selling a new product that's yeah. made of three chalupas at once. <laughs> That's right. Three all at once. I can just barely eat one chalupa. I know. Those things are huge. Yeah. And they're calling it yeah. the triple lupa, <laughs> which is a Spanish word yeah. that means man boobs. <laughs> if you can suck down the triple lupa, yeah. you're going to end up, Cliff, with, with man, man boobs. boobs. You're not a kidding. No way around that. We Just because you're what's called a career criminal doesn't make you any less dumb. It just makes you lucky. Police in Demarest, Georgia, say a six-month-long undercover drug investigation culminated in the arrest of two people now charged with selling methamphetamine over a wide area of the southeast. Investigators executed a search warrant at the home of Jerry Carlin on Golf Course Road and reportedly found a half a pound of meth along with a large amount of cash. Another man present at the time, 55-year-old Robin May, was also arrested on what police say was the assistance he provided in the drug distribution ring. There was a third man also taken into custody as well, 52-year-old Keith Pitts, who reportedly showed up to buy drugs from Carlin while police were searching the home. By the way, the toothless Carlin is 78 and reportedly told investigators during questioning he had been selling meth for 20 years and had never been caught. That streak apparently ending Thursday afternoon. The toothless (laughs) 78-year-old. That's a nickname you don't want for... On your way to jail? Yes. Cliff, did I hear you right that in Vincent University they have a mining simulator? Yeah, it's it's a four-branch. It's in four branch. Yes. So you go in and it's like you're really in a coal mine? Yes. Have you ever <laughs> known anybody that's done it? No. Would you do it? Sure. 
You would do that. Why not? Oh, no way. Why would... I mean, it's... it's I know not it's like above it, ground. It's, I mean, well, it's built into the hillside there. You know where that place is. Yes. At the corner there by the subway. I never knew that. Yeah. Has it been there a long time? A couple years. Wow. I mean, it's it's basically they can... Like any simulator, they can make what appears to be accidents happening or like clouds of smoke or whatnot, you know, by the push of a button so that they can simulate emergency situations. That's why it exists. So do you think you dress up just like a coal miner with a hard hat and a whole nine yards? I'm sure you do, yes. I mean, (laughs) would see a lot more real if you were dressed like, you know, you were going to work. And you would do that? Sure. Not a, not a, no. Why not? I mean, I don't get it. What's the um, even though I know that it's safe as can be, yeah. it's just there is no yeah. way I want to even <laughs> pretend that I'm underground. Not yet, not until the day gets there. Here's Jason. There's no pretending then, now is it? This is yeah. almost hard to believe, but What's it's that? true. What a survey found out that beggars mm-hmm. in London, England, are earning on average mm-hmm. two hundred and sixty dollars a day. <laughs> really? Yes. Wow. And people are... I think I need a career change. No kidding. <laughs> now, that's the average take. Well, so, some, you know... So, I mean, some are some who aren't as good are making a lot less. But some that are good... Are making a lot more. Yes. And people are shocked. Yeah. And I'm kind of shocked, too, mm-hmm. that beggars can make that kind of money in London for doing absolutely nothing. But when you think about it... Yeah. So can the royal family. They make a lot of money. <laughs> They don't really govern anything. They're they don't charge. They don't really do anything. They're kind of just figureheads and they make public appearances. It's kind of like the original beggars of England, <laughs> aren't they? Cliff, yeah. we could be living in the golden age of food innovation. I'm telling Whoa. you. Yes, the golden age. Okay. I saw this this morning. Yeah. Just when you think of, well, we can't come up with anything completely different. Yeah. This steps up to the plate. An Italian restaurant in New York, mm-hmm. it's called the Meatball Shop. Yum. They're selling a new seven-pound dish. Seven pounds. Wow. It's called Spaghetti in Meatball. <laughs> Just like the name says. It's a meatball, and inside is spaghetti. It completely full, and it weighs seven pounds wow. and costs $150. Holy cow. Yes, well, I kind of got to reading about it, and it yeah. said... Uh, you know, it sounds like a lot of money, and it is, Yeah. but it's not for one person. And I'm like, well, you know, I could do a, I could do <laughs> a job on like, it. You're like, have they met me? Well, <laughs> they say it's, in, it's intended yeah. for 12 people. 12 people. 12 people. <laughs> so if you divide that out, 150 is not too bad. We Once again, we have one of those stories from South Florida where you try not to think about what was going on before police got involved. It was about 5.20 p.m. yesterday evening when Seminole County Sheriff deputies were called to the scene of a vehicular crash, the neighborhood apparently disrupted by the sound of a man crashing his car into a wooden fence. When the cops pulled up, reports say the first response of the man behind the wheel was to get out and try to run away. That, of course, makes for some prime reality TV fare there, especially when the assailant, 20-year-old Xavier Chin, was on foot and fleeing police while completely naked, without even any shoes on. At the time, reports say his nude run from the cops led him over a mile away from the crash scene. That's where he broke into a home, ran past a resident who was cooking dinner, and hid from law enforcement in a bedroom. 
Now, that only works in hide-and-seek. He was in custody a few minutes later. Wouldn't you like to be standing at the stove and see that come running through? <laughs> I mean, you would have to think it was a dream or something. You totally would. I mean, right? don't look. <laughs> well, Cliff, looky there. We I have know. our very first fight contestant. <laughs> Police not, officer. You're not fighting us. No, no. Police <laughs> officer <laughs> Nefty Padilla is in our studio this morning. He's from the Princeton Police Department. Yeah. And we're going to be talking about the Guns and Hoses charity boxing event. You events. almost said Guns and Roses. Didn't I you? almost did. <laughs> I do like them, though. And in our studio, we are very happy to have Nefty Padilla from the Princeton Police Department. He's an officer. How long have you been an officer, Nefty? Altogether, 19 years, but I've done 15 here. Here in Princeton. 15 years. 15 in Princeton, yes. Wow. Now, Nefty, I know you're going to be fighting on April the uh, 13th for the Guns and Hoses charity boxing event. Have you ever done this before? No, this is the first time I've ever done something like this. And what made you do this? Well, in the past, you know, I've, I've gone to some of the events. I went to the first one at uh, the Coliseum, and then last few years I went to Fort Center. I mean, it was just uh, it was just fun. Family fun, you know, the whole family was there. You got the firefighters on one side, we had the police on the other side, and it's just a big rivalry. I mean, it's a friendly rivalry, uh, kind of like the Cubs and Cardinals thing. So, um, <laughs> But, uh, yeah, I mean, we just have fun. And you go out there, you see the guys fighting, duking it out, and it just gets you in the mood to, to get out there. I mean, I know not everybody wants to get out there and get punched in the face, but uh, uh, I like the competition. So it's something that I've been wanting to do for a long time. And finally, I was able to do some training with the guys in Evansville. And uh, I'm really looking forward to doing it. Now, it's on the 13th of April. And what uh, division will you be in? What weight class, Nefty? Well, we don't really have a weight class. But they kind of try to pair you up with somebody close to you. Um, I'm going to be somewhere around 195 is where I'm going to be at. I think the guy that I'm fighting, he's a little bit lighter than I am. But... uh, it's going to be pretty close. Now, is that your walk-around weight in FD-195, or is this your fighting weight? Oh, yeah, that's my walk-around weight. That's your walk-around <laughs> weight. Yes. Now, you said you did some training down in Evansville. Have you ever boxed before in your life? No, never. This is the first time. So how does it feel like when you get punched in the face? Now, I, I, I want to paraphrase that a little different. If you're prying on something, and you slip and you hit yourself in the face, I know myself, it makes me so mad I want to hit something. Are you like that when somebody else hits you in the face? Well, if they hit me hard enough, yeah, I got to hit back. So sometimes uh, I have to go a little bit little harder than, than what I usually do. So have you ever been uh, kind of hurt whenever you've been sparring around? Yes. I, I mean, doing some of the guys that I spar with, uh, they hit me pretty hard a few times in the nose or in the ribs. And uh, I've been sore for a little while when usually I get those injuries. So are you? Any nerves about uh, going out here and boxing in front of? I mean, this place is going to be packed. Yeah, I think there'll be some nerves that day. But uh, I think once the the bell goes off and, you know, you start fighting, the nerves are gone. And you just concentrate on your opponent and uh, just have some fun with it. And Nefty, somebody that's never been, how long do you guys actually fight? it be three one-minute rounds. So it's going to be one round going all out for a full minute. And then you take a little break between the rounds and... Go at it again for another two more rounds. So, I mean, you're gonna you're gonna have to be in good. It, it doesn't sound like a whole lot, but uh, when you go hard for a full minute, uh, you have to have some good cardio on you. So, <laughs> and there's judges there that judge the who wins the rounds and all of that, just like a regular boxing. Yeah, there'll be three judges, and they'll they'll make the decision on who wins the fight. 
Well, Nefty, before I let you get out of here, do you have a song that you're going to walk out to? I do have one. What's the name of it? Uh, you'll have to wait till fight oh. time. Oh, no. Oh. So somebody wants to know what it is. They got to get a ticket and go see the show. Now, do you have a nickname? I'm the freaking Reekin. The freaking Reekin. <laughs> yes. All right. Well, Nefty Padilla, thank you so much, and good luck on the event, okay? Thank you very much. Now, we've also got in here Daniel Hopper. You're the canine officer over in Mount Carmel. Let's play a little music, Daniel, and we'll come back and talk with you, okay? Sounds good. All right. Daniel Hopper's up next. We've also got Paige Jones. She's fighting this year in the Guns and Hoses Charity Boxing Event, April 13th at the Ford Center at 7 o'clock. That's Chris Stapleton on the Morning Road Show. It's 841. We're at 36 right now. And in our studio, we have another contestant for the Guns and Hoses Charity Boxing Event on April the 13th. It's Daniel Hopper. He's a canine officer for the Mount Carmel Police Department. And Daniel, how long have you been a police officer over there? With the city of Mount Carmel, I've been three years, but I've been in law enforcement for nine and have you always been a canine? No, I've been canine for two. And you like it better than anything you've done? Absolutely love it. What do you love about it? I'm never alone. I've I've always got <laughs> my partner with me. You know, I always got backup. Uh, yes, you do. Well, Daniel, before we get too involved with you here, I know this is your seventh year, but um, the Guns and Hoses is a charity boxing event. We haven't really mentioned what the charity is. You want to tell us a little bit about the charity? Just a little. Guns and hoses, um, you know, while back, or <laughs> 911 gives hope. It's a group of firemen and policemen, um, paramedics, and they come together and they, they raise money for just different charities around the tri-state. Um, you know, there's not one really specific char- charity that, that it goes to, but there's several um, that, that it does go towards. And... Uh- a lot of money is raised because they have packed houses at the Ford Center, don't they? Absolutely. Um, they've raised, I believe, over $1 million in the, the 12 years that this has been going on. Wow, a $1 million. I believe so, yes. That's pretty impressive. Well, Daniel Hopper, I guess the uh, big story I know about you is that uh, unlike a Nefty, our first guest, this isn't your first rodeo, is it? No, it's not. Now, what number is this for you? This is number eight. And what's your record? Uh, five and two as of right now. So were you outpointed or did they knock you out? Nope. Uh, both losses were by decision. By decision. So have you ever fought someone that beat you? Uh, this year, um, I will. This year I'm fighting John Hare. Um, he beat me in 2015 and this year I'm going to get me some, uh, redemption. Was, (laughs) does he know this? Uh, probably not. All right. Will you will you announce that to him when you're meeting in the ring there before the fight? Sure. All right. Well, Daniel, I hope you win. I really do. I know there's something very special that you do. Nefty wouldn't tell us what he walks out to or what he's going to walk out to, mm-hmm. but you have a very special uh, crowd favorite thing that you do, right? My entrance musics are Dis- Disney-related. Now, will you uh, mention why that... Um, uh, you picked the Disney? Well, the first year um, that I came out to Disney um, was the year after my daughter passed away. Um, I would always sing her Akuna Matata. So I came out to that song. And then from that year forward, I've just always chose Disney songs. So do you have one already picked or are you still looking for this year? Uh, this year I am coming out to the theme for Cars because my daughter <laughs> that I have now absolutely loves that movie. That's cool. Now, will your daughter be at the uh, boxing fight, at the fight? 
I'm not sure yet. Probably depends on her mood on that day. Is she fairly young? Uh, she's three. She's oh, okay. three. Well, yeah. you don't want her to see dad get hit, do you? <laughs> huh? she, uh, she usually sits on my lap when I watch the videos just the, to get some game plans for this year, and she likes it. So does getting hit bother you at all, Daniel? I used to say that I enjoyed it. Now that I'm getting older, I don't enjoy it as much, but it doesn't bother me. Have you ever been hurt? I mean, like during the guns and hoses. Um, not during. Um, 2017, I actually fought with a broken rib. Um, Whoa. I didn't want to back out, and I fought with it, and it was sore afterwards, but the adrenaline's going, and during the fight, you don't feel it. Have you seen anybody get cut? Cut? No. Knocked out? Knocked out. There's been been a few. Does it happen every year? Um, I would say it's probably close to having one a year, maybe. Well, we give Nefty something to look forward to, don't we? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, Daniel, thank you so much. Do you have a fight name? I do not. you got to come up with something. The it's Disneyland just... Express or something. How about that? I like it. Yeah, there you go. Well, Daniel Hopper, thank you so much. Good luck. I know you're with guns. Nefty's with guns. And we've got to get the hoses in here, too. So we've got Paige Jones. She's coming up next here on the Morning Road Show. We have our very final contestant in our studio this morning. We want to say hi to Paige Jones. Hello, Paige. Hello. Now, Paige, you're from the Posey County EMS. How many times have you been in the Guns and Hoses charity boxing? This will be my fourth time. Your fourth time. Mm -hmm. And what pursued you or what persuaded you to do this the first time? Honestly, it started out with kind of selfish reasons. I did it for myself. I was going through a really hard time in my life. And whenever I'm rolled down, I basically give myself a new like challenge to do. Kind of try something new, step out of the box. And this is what I chose. And I fell in love with the sport. But whenever I went to the, um, the gives back that all the fighters go to and they hand out the checks to the families and explain where the money goes to. Uh, the families actually, you know, thank you and explain to you like what they're going to do with the money. You can even meet their child that you helped out. And I was hooked ever since then. Um, whether I'm helping out the board or fighting, I'm going to be a lifer for sure. No kidding. Yeah. Wow. I mean, it was really nice cool. seeing where the money actually goes to and seeing why you do it. So that's what made me stick around. Now, when did they do that? Uh, they tried to like a couple months after the fight. It kind of varies, but yeah, a couple months after the fight for us to, you know, recover and show our faces again without any bruises. Or anything, <laughs> <so>. <laughs> well, Paige, have you been bruised up whenever you fight? Yes. Every time? No, not every time. Um, my first time, I had a couple black eyes from Heather. Um, broke my hand the second time. Wait, wait, you broke a, You broke your hand? Yes. You broke your hand on someone's face? I did. <laughs> I was really proud of it. <laughs> did that, like, horribly hurt while you were trying to fight? No, I didn't even notice it until they took the gloves off because your adrenaline's pumping so much that you don't even realize it. So, so if... Um, I understand this right. You went through a kind of a hard time in your life, mm -hmm. made you want to fight somebody and hit somebody, basically. <laughs> Is it correct? That way, yes. <laughs> so are you okay right now? Everything's going smooth? Everything's smooth. <laughs> Everything's great. Okay. Well, yeah. I don't want your opponent to go in there and be you know, over, um, overwhelmed. Well, Paige, you don't have a nickname, do you? I do not. Would you like to come up with a cool nickname? Have you been thinking about one or do you want a little help? <laughs> I would love some help. You would love some help. <laughs> yes. I'll tell you what we'll do if, if, if it's okay with you. If you'll let Cliff take your picture here after we get done. Yeah. And we'll you can, post you it. You can post. We'll, so you look nice. Yes. Yeah. We'll post it on our Facebook page, Weed and Cliff in the Morning. Okay. And we'll have 
for one week, anybody that wants to come up with a name for you will post on there, and then you pick out the one you think is the best one, and that's the one you can use the night of the uh, I think that'd be fun. Okay, cool. <laughs> yeah. But it's entirely I didn't up do to my you. Hair today, but yeah, you, you, fun. you pick out what you want with your picture there. How's that? That sounds perfect. All right. Well, Paige, cool. you've been doing this for three years. How long have you been with the EMS in Posey County? I've been a paramedic almost five years now. And what, uh, I've been with Posey for about four. And what do you like the most about it? I love my job on the ambulance because you never know what you're going to get whenever you walk on a shift. I mean, I could be getting paid to, you know, lounge around watch Netflix or I'm running my butt off, you know, the whole shift. There's <laughs> never the same shift. So And how long is your shift? I work forty eights. So I'm on two days and then I'm off four. Wow. I love it. Wow. But it's not for everybody, but I love it. <laughs> well the uh twelfth annual nine eleven gives hope guns and hoses charity boxing event. It's April the thirteenth at the Ford Center at seven o'clock. Do you know where you can get tickets at for this? Can you just buy them day of? Is that the best way to do it? I would suggest doing it in advance because okay. we're hoping this will be the first year we sell out. Okay. So that's our goal. But uh, to go to Ticketmaster and get them there for and, sure. And you can get them right now? Yes, you can get them right now, and I suggest that because I think this year we were told uh, we're already ahead um, the most on sales. So they're going quick. Ticketmaster.com will mm-hmm. get you in there. Now, yes. you've done this a few times. Are you nervous before you step in? I get nervous every time. Every time, I'm like, why do I do this to myself? Because <laughs> uh, I don't do well, honestly, like kind of like being in the spotlight or being the center of attention. So my voice is shaking right now. But um, <laughs> it's always worth it. As soon as it's done, I'm like, I want to do it again. So, yes, and, I get very nervous every time. And do you spar too? Yes, as much as I can. Like in Evansville, is that where you go? or? Yeah, I go to the Guns and Hoses gym Mondays and Fridays. They have a Guns and Hoses There's gym? A guns yes, and hoses gym. we're spoiled. Wow. Yes. <laughs> so is it year-round it's there? Yes, it's year-round. Um, most people usually start around January, like training really hard. Uh, but you can go year-round if you like. It's a free gym to us. So they want us to put in work so you know we don't get knocked out and can go back to work the next day if we have to <laughs> yeah they want you back at work don't they yeah they want us to be able to go back well Paige, before we let you get out of here this is the fourth time right yes sir you've been fighting and you're one and two yes do you see yourself five years from now continuing to fight or will Paige... fighting i will definitely be a part of the uh organization but fighting we'll see we'll see how my body handles it five years from now <laughs> all right well Paige, good luck to you do you know what the uh, tally is with the guns and hoses who's up and who's down uh, when hoses win this year we're going to be tied up oh so you're one behind uh, 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 yes okay <laughs> well Paige, thank you and nefty thank you and daniel thank you it is a great time cliff i am amazed as time goes by the uh, artist that i uh yeah. enjoyed listening to and i was a younger person mm-hmm. how old they all are now what are you talking well about? The uh, singer Bobby McFerrin. Remember that song? Oh, the Don't Worry, Be Happy guy. Yes. Who was actually like a classical, he was a conductor of an orchestra for a while. I believe that's exactly right. Yeah. Yes. Guess how old he is on his birthday today. It's his birthday today. Yes, it doesn't seem possible. <laughs> is he 65? Higher. He's older than 65. Yes. How old is he? 69 today. Really? Yes. Well, 69 today. Yes. Cool. I would say at his last checkup, the doctor probably said, look, I yeah. still want you to be happy. And this it, it happens when you get older. I want you to be happy. Yeah. But at the age you're at now, Bobby, a little worry isn't a bad thing either. <laughs> That's right. You know, sometimes <laughs> that little ache and pain. Maybe just concern. Yeah. yeah yes, concern. <laughs> a little bit of concern there. Time now for Take It 
to the bank. Well, we mentioned, Cliff, the uh, basketball shores used to be really, really short. (laughs) And today, it almost looks like they're wearing pants. Oh, it does. Because the shorts are really long, and then they put on these pants, stretchy pant things underneath them. Yes. Pant things probably isn't the correct name. There's probably a better way to describe it. Yes. But it all got started in 1987. Okay. That's when the long pants first started, and it started because yeah. the greatest basketball player ever, Michael Jordan, yes, yeah. asked mm-hmm. for his to be lengthened up. And the reason he wanted his a little bit longer is so that he could hold on to them when he'd been over to breathe during free yeah, throws during, yeah. and uh, any break in the action. And that's why the long pants started in basketball. So he could like, because you see people do that all the time. All the time. They bend over, put their hands on their knees, and he wanted to touch his pants instead. He wanted to hold on to them, yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. And all of that you can take to the bank. Cliff, anything said today? Phrases of the day and all of the other things we said will be available on our podcast later this afternoon. Go to weedandcliff.com for more information there. Let's go with number three, a Spanish word that means man boobs. Number two, who wouldn't want to smell like a fillet of fish? <laughs> the number one morning roadshow phrase for today, though, you broke your hand on someone's face. Yeah, that's um, <laughs> and wasn't even sad about it, no, was she? No, she was proud. Yes, yeah, she was quite proud of it. If there's something you'd like to hear us talk about, go to weedandcliff.com and click the contact us button and send us a message. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast.